The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving street-smart advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take their company, firm, or organization to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to create and grow great businesses that matter, those that do well and do good. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach and Speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My model is, if you do what you always did, you will get what you always got. Therefore, move outside of your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So let's start right now to bring some magic to your leadership and business with Marsha's Musings. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Are there some rules that need to be broken? Stop at red, go on green, wait your turn, treat others the way you would like to be treated. Certain timeless rules are better obeyed than not, but are there some that can and should be modified or even replaced? In today's constant and changing business world, many of the rules that guided previous business owners may no longer apply or at least be relevant. During a recent staff retreat, a client said, quote, if you don't break rules on a regular basis, your customers and markets are going to go to somebody else. So look, listen, and change. Is it time to break some rules in your business? Effective leaders today must be committed to do new things and do routine things in new ways. It comes down to breaking some long-standing rules of leading people, projects, and businesses. Here's one example. Old rule, strive to maintain the status quo, but react quickly when change happens. New rule, don't wait for change to hit you. Anticipate it, plan for it, and make it happen on your terms. So here's a smart moose tip to boost your business success. Letting go of rules that have served you well can be difficult, but holding on to them can be fatal. Don't allow yourself to get comfortable with the status quo. Don't get stuck thinking that what makes us successful so far will continue in the future. 
Therefore, ask yourself, are there some rules that need to be broken in how I lead and conduct my business? Listeners, would you like to know more about growing a successful business? Get my free ebook, Smart Growth, 100 Ways to Build Your Business, by contacting me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com, or call 972-380-9181. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business. Today's program, carrying out the theme of Do New Things and Do Routine, routine things in new ways is follow-up strategies that will get more clients and close more sales. Did you know follow-up is a fundamental in the sales process, but so often the neglected fundamental that is a vital part of success? My guest, Wanda Allen, with follow-up sales strategies will help us understand how being a master at follow-up is merely a matter of having effective habits and good systems in place. You will learn why so many struggle with their follow-up practices and how to develop strategies that will improve your follow-up efforts immediately. Wanda is a national speaker, coach, award-winning business owner, and author of follow-up savvy, and follow-up sales strategies. She has had a 25-year corporate career where she held the position of senior vice president for 15 years. Now she's helping entrepreneurs, business owners, and sales professionals improve sales performance, increase pipelines and client retention, and become more referable by developing strong follow-up skills. Welcome, Wanda. It's a delight to have you on the Business Edge. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And as I told you earlier, uh, this is a topic that I really need, and I think many of my listeners will as well. So let's just start with what does follow-up really mean? What follow-up means is it's nothing more than your willingness to invest in your relationships. That's all it is. So every time you follow up with a prospect, client, referral source, every time you contact that person, you are exhibiting your willingness to invest in that relationship. And what follow-up means, it's, it's again, your willingness to build your business and build your relationships. That's why you follow up. So it's very simple. It's, it's, not, com- it's not a complicated process. And we, we create a lot of complications in our own head, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you will just understand that follow-up, what it means is your willingness to invest in your relationships, and the reason you follow up is so that you can build your business and take care of your relationships. That's the meaning of it. And it sounds so simple. (laughs) Um, So um, is there more to follow up than just calling prospects back? 
Yes. So, so what happens is most people follow up, and their knowledge of follow up is in on the prospecting side. But mm-hmm. there's an extension of following up, and it's called staying in touch. You've got to take care of your relationship. So what happens is most people follow up on the prospecting side. They get the business, close it, drop the relationship, and they're mm-hmm. off looking for their next new lead, prospect, and client, forgetting about everybody that they've done business with. And there's so much opportunity with the clients that you've already done business with. And I'm hopeful that many of those clients you have an approval rating. So there's don't neglect that opportunity by dropping the relationship. So there is more that, yes, it's important to follow up on the prospecting side, of course. But then once that business closed, take on the mindset that you are going to continue to follow up on that relationship, which is translated into staying in touch. And um, perhaps you'll get to it in a, a little later, but just one or two thoughts about what we can do um, after we make the sale. How do we stay in touch? What are one or two things that you can uh, uh, give to our listeners now, and perhaps we'll get into it in more detail later? Okay. Well, one great touch, and, and by the way, when you're staying in touch and you're taking care of that relationship, that's where you start developing loyalty, and I'm going to talk about that later. But um, loyalty, is it, it happens outside of the business. So one great touch can be, why don't you set, set up a system to 30 days after you close that business, or maybe two weeks is more uh, appropriate. It just depends on what kind of business you're in. But with every new client that I close, I'm going to make a 30-day check-in call or a two-week check-in call to just see how they're doing with the product or service. That is a wow factor. That's showing that you're still taking care of them, you're thinking about them, even though the business has been closed. So that's a nice touch. Um, another touch could be if you want to track birthdays, that's a nice way to, to nurture that relationship outside of the business. So those are two examples of how you can, um, and there's many ways that you can stay in touch, and it's about being creative and being different, and it goes beyond just a newsletter, sending a newsletter. And I'm in no way knocking newsletters. It's a great tool. But if you're only staying in touch one way, it becomes boring and ineffective, and the recipient will become numb to it. And so you've got to keep it a mixed bag of goods and uh, keep it exciting and be creative with how you want to take care of your relationships. Well, one of the things I mentioned to you is that this is not my strong suit, and um, I regret it. Uh, I've, you know, uh, but we can always change, you know, just because we didn't do something in the past doesn't mean we can't do it in the present and the future. And one of the things that I just want your opinion on this, um, I'm, I'm quite active with LinkedIn. And so I get, um, uh, you know, um, messages from them. This one has a, this person has a new job. It's someone's birthday. It's an anniversary. Um, and I've been starting to send them a little note, uh, congratulating them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, any thoughts? I mean, and then, and, and in some ways that almost becomes automatic, but any thoughts about that using that system? Yes, and that that's a great tool. LinkedIn, Facebook, 
People post all kinds of things or you get notification, like you say, of job anniversary or that. When you're looking at the social media sites, rather than just kind of brainlessly looking at them, um, ask yourself, is there any business building or relationship building opportunities here for me? Because now you have meaning and purpose in looking at, at the sites, and it's not wasted time. And so you, by you seeing that somebody has a birthday or has an anniversary with their business, you're taking the next step, which is sending them a note, and that is an investment in that relationship, and that is a wow factor. Well, I'm glad (laughs) I'm doing something right here. Um, (laughs) uh, And, and, you know, the thought that came to me as you were talking, and I think we all, uh, because we fall into habits, uh, when I congratulate someone or, or wish them a happy birthday, I tend to I have like a one or two sentence that goes to everyone. Um, and it makes it really easy just to copy and paste into a, the, the, that message. But what I'm hearing from you, it would even have more of a wow factor if I did if I said something more personal as much as I you know, to the different people. Um, any thoughts on that? Yes. So it's real easy to respond to a post or to a notification on LinkedIn, congratulations, happy birthday. And a lot of people do that. It's quick, it's easy, yes. But does it set you apart? And the answer is no. Uh, because so many people wish well on these social media sites. And Darren Hardy says in his book, Compound Effect, when you do what's popular, it becomes common. There's nothing special about it. So get out of the, um, well, I'll just do it real quick. And now, is it better than doing nothing? Of course it is. But do you want to have more meaning to it? Do you want, to ha- want it to be more impactful? Then mm-hmm. take the extra step. And oftentimes we think, well, we don't have time to do that. And that's, that's not necessarily true. Uh, and, and it doesn't take long to pick the phone up or to send a handwritten note. It really doesn't. We're talking a few minutes here. But in our mind, we make it a bigger deal. And so, yeah, I would challenge the listeners, too, the next time they are looking at those social media sites, one, is there any opportunity here to build my business, build my relationship, and how can I respond differently that will make me stand out? Well, I, 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 I like that, real, that uh, insight. Um, let's move on. Um, can you give us your top strategies that will improve follow-up skills? Yes, I can. So I've got three strategies that I can share with you. And I've already touched on the first one. It's mindset. You've got Mm -hmm. to change your mindset when it comes to your follow-up work. For most people, when I tell somebody what I do, oftentimes I can see a change in their body language. Their shoulders slump down. They roll their eyes. They cover their eyes. And (laughs) when I see these shifts in body language, I know that follow-up is really heavy for them. Yeah. And it, but here's the good news. It's not follow-up that's heavy, that's a heavy to-do. It is not doing your follow-up work. Because mm. when you're not consistently getting your follow-up work done, there's negativity attached to that, and that negativity is centered in emotions, such as you're embarrassed, you're frustrated because mm-hmm. you know you're not doing what you should be doing, you feel guilty because you're not staying in touch or following up, and then the last 
feel, uh, emotion is you're upset with yourself because you know you're losing business and neglecting relationships. So if, if you, um, you're, you're carrying those emotions around with you on a regular basis, that's heavy. It wears you out. It zaps your energy, which means follow-up is a problem. So here what I, here's what I'd like to challenge the listeners to do is no longer, I want you to change your mindset, no longer look at follow-up as a problem. What it is, it's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. When you have a lot of follow-up work to do, that means you have a lot of opportunities. That's exciting. That should put a spring in your step. Not having follow-up work to do is what should weigh you down and be heavy. Well, that was your first strategy. Um, how about your second strategy? And if we uh, will be taking a break in a couple of minutes, so uh, talk a little bit about your second strategy, and we may have, and then we'll move on. Okay. 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 So the second strategy is you have to make it a priority in every day. Stephen Covey has four time management quadrants, and one of them is not is important but not urgent. And mm-hmm. I believe that's where most people file away follow-up. I don't mm-hmm. ever have to teach on how important it is. Everybody knows that. But there's no urgency attached to it. And I'm not saying it needs to be a code red urgent matter every day, <laughs> but the only way it's going to rise up your priority list is if there's some degree of urgency. Because at the end of the day, you get done what's important. And what's important is at the top of your priority list. So the number one reason why people tell me they don't, can't get their follow-up work done is because they don't have the time. They are just too busy. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, I've heard it a million times, and I never, ever believe it. It's not about the time. It's just that it's not a high enough priority. So I want you to change your mindset, and rather than, so I don't want you to say anymore, I didn't get that done because I didn't have the time. What I want you to say instead is, I didn't get that done because I didn't make it a high enough priority. See, what that does, it gives you control back of the situation. When you're blaming it on time, it's out of your control, it's out of your hands. Whereas when we need to correct the situation, it's much easier to do when we're in control. Well, I think that on that note, which is, uh, we are going to take a short break. Um, I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Wanda Allen talking about follow-up strategies that will get more clients and close more sales. Um, In the next segment, Wanda will continue with uh, uh, her third strategy of follow-up, and so stay tuned. Uh, You're listening to The Business Edge on Voice America Business Channel. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to ManageHub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarciaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the smart moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You're tuned into the Business Edge with Marsha Idol. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to grow great businesses that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest is Wanda Allen with advice and insights on follow-up strategies that will get more clients and close more sales. At the end of the last segment, uh, Wanda was talking about some top strategies to improve your follow-up skills, and what you and so we are going to continue with the uh, excuse many of us have, including myself, uh, not having time to follow up. So, Wanda, talk a bit more about that. Okay. So time is a real problem for a lot of people, and they're always looking for more time, waiting for more time to show up, or confident next week will be better. And that becomes habitual in thinking. And then we become very flippant with it. Uh, it's just, I don't have time, or I'm too busy. And uh, if, if you feel like that is, has become your habitual way of thinking, and you're always waiting for more time, I can stop you from doing that. And here's why. There is, you will not, I promise you, guarantee you, you will not get any more time tomorrow, next week, or next month than you got today, yesterday, or last week. 24 hours is it. That's all you get. So it comes down to prioritizing and how are you working follow-up into your day and allowing it to be a part of your day rather than trying to find time to get it done because you're not going to find time. You, you have to make the time. And so uh, get, I just really encourage you to get out of them. I'm in too hurry. I'm, I'm in, in a hurry, too busy. you got to go. Because the other thing, the problem with that is, and we're going to I do want to hit on customer service in a little while, but when you're 
in that mindset of too busy, I can guarantee you you're compromising your customer service. And the reason I know that, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, is that if you've ever talked to somebody who is in a hurry, it's not good. It makes you feel uncomfortable. You're not feeling like you're being serviced well. And that's how your customer, whoever is on the other side of that conversation, is feeling when you're in a hurry. So I want you to get out of the whole time mindset. And like you said, uh, Marcia, it can turn into an excuse because we just, um, we're not even conscious of what we're really saying. It's just words that come out of our mouth that we have developed this habit of this place of being in in a way that, I don't have time, which is not good. Right. So now we talked about time and making it a priority. And I believe you have a third um, strategy of how to improve your follow-up skills. So tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the third strategy is you have to, have to, have to use a CRM if you want to be good at follow-up. Now, CRM stands for Customer Relationship Manager. And if you don't know what it is, in a nutshell, it is a computer program that centralizes and houses all of the contact and follow-up information for the people that are important to you. It is so critical that you get a CRM. Now, I don't want you to think, oh, great, now I'm going to have to go make this big old investment in a CRM because you don't. You can get a CRM. Now, there are some programs out there that are free, but you have to be careful of free because it can be uh, limiting. But you can get programs for as little as $12 a month, and they go up to 200 a month. So we're not talking a lot of money here, and I promise you it will become one of your most valuable assets. And I really want you to take this strategy seriously because this is the heart, the CRM is the heart of an effective follow-up system. And so if you're not using a CRM, you are using some sort of other system. And I'm going to share with you what some of those might be. Okay, the first system is a spiral notebook on your desk. This is a commonly used system. Now, this is not good because think about how much time you waste flipping through pages of paper trying to find that bit of information you need. And if you ever lost that spiral notebook, that would not be a good day. Uh, Another system you might be using is sticky notes. Uh, Sticky notes. They get lost in the paper shuffle, and if you've ever lost an important sticky, it is stressful, it wastes a lot, you waste time trying to find it, and it throws your moment that you're in and trying to move forward and and be productive. So sticky notes are not a good system. Um, Another system that's not great is calendar. You know, I don't want you to think, okay, well, I'll just keep... Everybody I need to uh, follow up with and stay in touch with on my calendar. Because if you're doing that, your calendar is going to become a murky mess. Mm -hmm. And our brains naturally shut down to messes. And so we will just disregard it. And it will lose meaning and value because it's so messy. So that's not a good system either. Uh, Email is not good. Uh, It doesn't matter how organized you are in your folders. You just waste too much time sifting through chains of emails. Uh, so that's not a good system. Um, and don't think, well, I'll just keep 
all the notes on the person's business card. Because if you have a if you have, if you're following up, if that process is lengthy, that business card's going to become a mess. And again, the brain's going to shut down to it. And then the last system that's the worst of the worst. Uh, Marcia, can you guess what it is by chance? Keeping it in your head, thinking about it? Yes. I don't know. Is that's, that it? That's exactly what it is. The head, the brain. And believe it or not, this is such a commonly used system. You want to make follow-up very heavy uh, and stressful and use your head because this is the system that wakes you up at 3 in the morning, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I forgot to do that. Or it will remind you two weeks later that you needed to do something two weeks ago. So it is very stressful. It's not good. As much as you think you're going to remember, you chances are you're probably not. It, it takes your energy. So, again, if you're using any of these systems, please get a CRM and download everything into that CRM because it, it will just change the whole process for you. Well, of the six that you mentioned, probably the one that I've used the most is a spiral notebook. Um, the business card is no, that's that's it's too small. But yes, I will go and get a CRM um, system. Um, so um, at least you're changing my way of looking at follow up, and I hope uh, the, as listeners as well. So l- let's move on. Uh, I think you've talked about this a bit, but you may want to add a little more about why do so many people struggle with follow up? Okay. Well, there are several reasons. Um, the first one is they think they're unorganized. I hear that a lot. I'm not good at follow-up because I'm, ju- I'm just unorganized. I'm not an organized person. And if that's you, well, I have really great news for you, and I just told you, you don't have to be organized. You just have to be willing to use a CRM because the CRM will organize you. Another reason that people struggle is they'll come up with all these reasons why they can't follow up, but the real truth is they don't like to follow up because they, they don't, they want to prevent themselves from rejection. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's that two little, two letter word that they're afraid of. And when you get good at follow up, you will be told no. You will be ignored. You will hear all think about it. There's no way to avoid it. But the good news is in between the no's, ignores, and I'll think about it are yeses. So you, it's the only way to get to the yes. And being told no, it, it's part of the process. There was a study done that showed the most successful salespeople get the most no's. So if you're not being told no that often, you're probably not making enough calls because it is part of that process. Now, there's a, there's a study done that showed 80% of sales are made between the 5th and 12th contact, but only 10% of people make three or more contacts. Now, hmm. if 80% are made between the 5th and 12th and 90% of people are quitting after two, how much business does that leave for what I call the elite 10% that are willing and able to make three or more contacts? That's a very low bar. So the, the number one reason why 90% quit after two contacts, so they'll follow up with the prospect twice, a prospect doesn't respond, and they will assume 
the prospect isn't interested. And so they drop, they stop following up. And then they go off looking for their next new prospect and lead, and then they'll follow up twice. The prospect doesn't respond. They drop the relationship, and then they go out looking. You know, it's like the hamster on the wheel, run, run, run. Well, I, if, when you assume a prospect isn't interested, what you're doing in essence is you're making the buying decision for them. And we're not qualified to do that because we have no idea what's going on in the prospect's life. So I don't want you to get discouraged just because a prospect hasn't responded to you. If you knew they were interested, stay in the game. Because mm-hmm. when you pull your, when you quit after two and you pull yourself out, you're going to lose the business. And so reminders that you've got to let the ignores just roll off you like water off a duck's back. I mean, I'll tell you, I will take a no over an ignore any day of the week because a no is an update, yeah. it's status, it's progress. I know where you stand. You can't be afraid of it. Follow-up is a muscle. That's all it is. And the more you do it, the more it gets developed, the thicker your skin gets. And if somebody doesn't respond, it's just, you know it's just part of the process. And when you have a strong muscle, your confidence builds. I don't want you to follow up in fear. I want you to follow up in confidence. So let me, ask, let me ask you this, because you've touched on something that is, is an uh, issue for me. You follow up, you know, you, you do a phone call, you, do, you follow up with an email, um, and, and you're following up because they requested it, you know. It's not like you're mm-hmm. doing cold calls. So... Uh, and I agree with you, you need to follow up, but is there a, a way of following up that you're not a pest? Are there things that you can say on the third or fourth or fifth follow-up um, that you yeah. would recommend? Well, there's a whole system that needs to be set up around that, and it depends what your business is and how long your sales process is. But mm-hmm. you do want to set up a system for it so you're following up in the same way with every prospect, regardless of okay. how long you've been following up with them or what the conversation is. I mean, that's a whole that, – that right there would be a whole interview, Marcia, to be honest. So it's about just setting timelines. Okay, if I, if, if I left them a message, then I'm going to and follow up with an email as well or a text. Um, you want to do both. The phone is the most productive tool we have, and it's being used less and less. I can hmm. cover with you in a three-minute conversation what could take me five days and six emails or two days and four texts. When I get you on the phone... It's more productive. So if I have to leave you a message, then I am going to um, send you a text or an email, whichever one is most appropriate, because then I'm giving you the option to respond either to my message or to my text or email. And the other thing about the phone is it humanizes the follow-up action. We are so addicted to quick and fast and mm-hmm. electronic, and that's all good. Technology is amazing, and it is such a time saver, but we cannot forget the human factor in it. We are people. And so you do want to follow up. You don't. Here's the problem, too, is when you feel like you're being pushy, guess what you do? Can you guess what you do if you feel like you're being pushy? 
I I hold back. I stop doing it. Exactly. Exactly. You stop. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like you're being pushy, you stop. And this is a mindset. I don't want you to stop. You now know 80% of sales are made between the 5th and 12th contact. You are doing a disservice, not only to that prospect, but you're doing a disservice to you and your business when you stop following up. Now, you don't follow up every day, every other day. That's obnoxious. That's a turnoff. So you want to... Set systems up to where you're, you know, you've, you've got some space in between your follow-ups to where it's not pushy and you're not pestering. And then your CRM is what's going to help you stay on top of that and keep track of it. Because one, you have to be willing to do it. And two, you have to be able to do it. And the CRM is what makes you able to do it. I like this. You have to be willing to do it, which is your motivation and, and your mindset, and you have to be able to do it, which is your, the CRM. I think, it, to me, that encapsulates everything you're talking about at this point. Um, so we have about um, a couple of minutes. Uh, let's move on to some systems, why systems are important. You've talked a bit about that uh, before we take our break. Um, um, can you talk a little more about that? Yes. So the reason systems are so important is, well, there's many. They're, they're, they put you in the flow of ease. You don't have to think. Thinking wastes time. And our thoughts, if they're, if they're not self, if they're, they don't serve us well, they will create some negative emotions such as fear, discomfort. And when we experience those emotions, we tend not to pick the phone up or send that email or follow up because of those emotions. So systems, um, they create structure and guidelines. They help you form habits. They put you in the flow of ease. You stay out of the emotional mindset of it. So if you've heard, um, when emotions go up, intelligence goes down. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe in general in life that's true, but for follow-up, it's 100% true because if our emotions go up, we're not going to take the action that we need to take, which means our intelligence is going down. And so when you have systems in place, you're guided by your system and not your emotion, and your systems tell you what the next step is. And so there's a lot of people say, well, I'm not a systems person. They're too rigid, structured, and boring. (laughs) But systems, that's where you get it done so easily. If you don't have systems, it's haphazard. You do it when you can, when you think about it, when you're in the mood, you know, when there's time. And and that just doesn't work. It's just a slippery slope. Well, um, you know, you're, you're talking to someone who really, as I said, really needs to hear this. And I am so pleased that um, I've ha- I'm having you on the show and probably will have you back to, t- you know, to go into more depth. But now it's time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Wanda Allen talking about follow-up strategies that will get you more clients and close more sales. Um, you're listening to the Business Edge on Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? 
Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G L E N, at InspireNexus.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the smart moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to ManageHub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarshaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to grow great businesses that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest today is Wanda Allen with tremendous insights on follow-up strategies that will get you more clients and close more sales. So, Wanda has been talking about so many interesting things that are so relevant to, to, I'm saying for myself as well as others, about why we don't follow up or why we don't do it effectively. So, uh, Wanda, um, we know and you have said that the more you follow up, the more likely you are to get more business. Are there other benefits, Wanda, to being good at follow-up? Oh, yes. There's definitely more benefits. When you're good at following up um, and staying in touch, you will have good relationships that will generate more business for you. You don't need to go out and get every new lead prospect client on your own. You know people 
who will create more business for you. Now, when you have good relationships, because you're so good at following up and staying in touch, you have what I call your gold mine. And here's what your gold mine is. It's the people you know, the relationships you have, and the connections you've made. Now, if you think about it, I can pretty much guarantee you, you are sitting on a huge gold mine. But before you can tap into that gold mine, you've got to make some investments. Relationships are like bank accounts. You've got to make some deposits before you start withdrawing. But the gold mine can be very powerful. So I want to give you a quick story that will help you understand. I was speaking at an event, and there was a woman in the audience, and she told me how her bank, she was a banker, and she told me how her bank had come out with a new program targeting doctors and dentists. And she told me how busy she was following up, cold calling on all these doctors and dentists. And I said, well, what about your gold mine? Why don't you go to people you already know, ask them if they have a good relationship with their doctor or dentist, and if they do, would they be open to making an introduction? Now, doesn't that sound like a much easier way to get a lead? And it's warmed up. Now, I wanted to ask her another question, but I didn't because I didn't want to put her on the spot spot in front of everyone. But I wanted to ask her, have you invested well enough into those relationships that you're comfortable asking for an introduction? Mm -hmm. So that helps you understand why it's important to invest. And then once you do that, how that they can help you build your business. So that's a really powerful um, result. Another or benefit, another benefit is, good benefit, is you become good at customer service. And at the end of the day, we all want to be serviced well by the people we do business with. And your customers want the same thing from you. Now, I'm sure you'll agree with me that in general, customer service is not very good today. <laughs> and I'm being kind of nice when I say that. It's really actually terrible. Uh, but that's the bad news. The good news is the bar is so low. It doesn't mm-hmm. take much for you to stand out and be different and wow somebody. We already talked about that on, on social media. It really doesn't take much. And then another benefit is you will uh, create loyalty when you invest. You know, if you're, um, if somebody's staying in touch with you and always remembers you, you're, you're going to just naturally, human nature is going to kick in. You're going to um, start establishing loyalty for that person. And when you have loyal clients, they're not going to go anywhere. They, there was a study done that showed 82% of customers stop doing business with a company because of poor customer service. that's really high. That that means there's no loyalty there. So when you have loyal clients, your client retention goes up, and that's a good thing. And then the last benefit is you become referable. Now, isn't that what everybody wants? Referrals are the easiest leads you'll ever get. You've got somebody out there promoting you and what you do. But before you can become referable, you have to have a good relationship, and you have to have a degree of loyalty. So it's not something that just happens. You have to work at it. But it is some of the most important work that you do, and you get there by following up and staying in touch. Well, you know, the, the that is so relevant to what we're talking about and, and customer service. But, you know, we're coming to the end of um, – uh, the show. So, can you give the listeners suggested actions they can take right away that haven't been discussed? I usually call this the the takeaways. What are 
two or three or four things that if you want them to remember, this is what you want them to remember to do or to think about. So what are those for you, Rhonda? I want them to get a CRM and Mm -hmm. use it. I want them to uh, continue to follow up even after if a prospect is responding to you. I want you to Stay in the game, and I want you to change your mindset towards follow-up and really understand that all it is is your willingness to invest in your relationships because at the end of the day, life and business is about relationships. And we just have a little couple more minutes. Um, What else might you say to them? I I didn't want to stop you at three, um, and you've talked about, you know, get a CRM, uh, uh, continually follow up, but stay in the game. I love that. Stay in the game and then um, stay in a mindset so that you're investing in relationships. Are there any others or would you like to expand on one or two of the, what you've said? Well, what I'd like to do is uh, give them an action item. If you okay. don't mind, I'd like mm-hmm. to give them two. The first one I'd like the listeners to do is I want you to write down three people that you know you need to follow up with. Mm-hmm. And, and don't justify why one of the three shouldn't be on the list. If they're coming to your mind, there's a reason. And I want you to figure out why haven't you. Just, this is a learning exercise. And then I'm going to give you a challenge. By close of business tomorrow, I want you to contact those three people. Because why not? Why let another day, week, month go by that you're not following <laughs> up? And every time I put this challenge out, somebody gets an unexpected meeting or unexpected business. And I know because they thank, email me and thank me for putting that challenge out. Okay, that's the first challenge. The second challenge I want to give you is I want you to write down your top five clients. Mm-hmm. And ask yourself, when was the last time you had verbal communication with them? Now, this exercise is not to make you squirm. It is about awareness. How are you handling your top relationships? Your top five clients are really important people. Now, how you define that is up to you. Is it by number of transactions, by dollar? I don't know how you define that. Only you can do that. But then I want you to call them. Call them. Not email, text, so nothing. I want you to call them and make an investment into that, those really important relationships. Well, you know, Wanda, I am so delighted that you you uh, have you on the show, both from a personal because you're 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 helping me um, change my mindset um, and and giving me some real good tools uh, for follow up, uh, but I also because I think the listeners will find such value from what you've been talking about. So, um, Wanda. Uh, how can they contact you and if they want to find out more about what you do and how you do it? Okay. So uh, my they can contact me at my email address is Wanda at followupsalesstrategies.com. So that's one way. Uh, my phone number is 858-382-382. 1952. That is a second way. Or mm-hmm. they can go to my website and contact me through there, which is followupsalesstrategies.com. Well, you've given them some really interesting, you know, uh, different ways of contacting you. And um, again, I want to thank you so much, Wanda, because you've been helpful to me. 
and I'm sure to many of our listeners. So, uh, next, and uh, let me just add, and one other thing. I said it earlier, I want to have you back. Will you like to come back and, and, and talk more about what you're so passionate about? Of course, I'd be happy to. Okay, well, we will be in contact. So next week's program to bring you more magic to your leadership and business is the uh, entrepreneurial journey. Um, my guest is uh, uh, Walter Dobson, who is the CEO and president of American Biosource. And he will be telling us how he went from an information technology uh, specialist working in corporate America for many years to starting and now growing an environmentally responsible waste management business. And if you haven't um, uh, learned much about waste management, you will, because I've actually worked for a company that did this, and it's fascinating. And so you're going to hear his story as well as some of the challenges that he, you know, that any new entrepreneur goes through as well as how he has been solving these challenges. So tune in June 3rd at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Now here's a smart move tip for your week. Hunt elephants, not stomp ants. Every day, go after your high payoff priorities. Minimize the time spent on stopping ants. Those tasks that give you a quicker kill and a higher body count, but don't put much meat on the table. So, listeners, are you an elephant hunter or an ant stomper? Here's how to find out. Let's do a productivity audit. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. And now my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen let it happen, those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidel, the Smart Moves coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. Remember, to be successful, you must get outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.